Good morning. Welcome to the Australian Early Finance Briefing for Saturday the 19th of September. My name's Nick here in Melbourne, starting with interest rates and AMP have come up with some views on where they see the RBA going forward. They see that they will cut the cash rate down to 0.1% from its current 0.25 and that they will lower their yield curve control target, which is currently at 0.25% all the way to the three-year point on the curve and they'll cut that to 0.1 and that they'll also tweak their forward guidance so they'll start to say that they won't raise the cash rate until full employment is reached and inflation is sustainably within the two to three percent target band so yeah that would be interesting particularly on the back of the sort of more positive than expected unemployment reading which came out this last week where there's fears now that maybe some of the stimulus measures could be slightly scaled back or certainly not as generous as they were, both at a sort of monetary and a fiscal level. They, UBS do mention that they have said that 53% of jobs lost due to COVID have actually been regained and that 69% of the people who dropped out of the labour force during this crisis have actually re-entered. So healthy signs, but also pointing out there's still a lot of damage there or, or you know things to be returned to normal. So there's good there's a good argument, even though this unemployment figure was positive, that there's work and effort that needs to be done to support the economy. The Australian also reports that ANZ have sort of found that in the, some of the RBA's research from this month that they found that pushing bond yields lower through these unconventional monetary policies, such as the yield curve control, um, can have as much of an impact on the economy as conventional rate cuts. So they suspect that that may sort of provide impetus to the RBA to continue with their unconventional strategies, showing it's working. Now, the implications of the potential cut in fiscal support or even monetary support due to these sort of better than expected unemployment figures is that the the handouts may be cut back sooner or certainly not extended and that will hit a lot of the discretionary retailers where most of the sort of strong performance we've seen in across you know the consumer discretionary sector has been in the businesses that benefit from people getting handouts you know sort of funky sneaker retailer accent has really outperformed largely due to people spending their, their extra job keeper payments on, on things such as you know, the latest sneakers. So these sorts of companies will, will, will see the, bear the brunt of these reductions in stimulus. And on to hedge funds. One of the best performing strategies this year is one of the oldest according to the FT and that's CBARB or Convertible Bond Arbitrage. Convertible bonds are bonds issued by companies that have a can be looked upon as though it has an equity option attached. Basically, it means if you hold the bond and the company's equity recovers quickly, you can convert that bond value into equity and you know, rise ride the sort of upswing in equity performance. Why would a company do this? It's so they can issue bonds at a lower coupon. You're essentially offering an extra bonus to, to your bonds, and that means you can pay bondholders a little bit less in, in coupon payments. So it's really useful for companies that are sort of trying to sort of turn around their fortunes, where they may have a really poor credit rating, meaning they have to pay a high coupon. 
throw this in and they will you know, be able to get, get by paying the lower coupon. So what is CVR? That's basically where you hedge out the equity exposure of the, of the equity option on these CBs and that will mean that the main pricing sort of impacts on, on your holdings then will be other exogenous factors, things that drive the extrinsic value of the option such as implied volatility and also you know, rates and credit spreads and that on the bond portion. Now, what is causing this outperformance? So HFR says this strategy's gained about 6.9% in the year of August versus the broader hedge fund market of only 2.2%. And it's probably related somewhat to what we're seeing in the broader options market, been booming demand from sort of the Robinhood retail investors and also companies such as SoftBank. And that's this increased demand means the implied volatility in the options has gone up, which you know, would translate across into the CB market. So it means that option value, which isn't hedged out, certainly the extrinsic implied vol portion isn't hedged out, meaning that you know, the holder of the CBR strategy will benefit. Then on top of that, you've also got um, you know, a, a, a rapid recovery in credit spreads that we've seen since the peak of the COVID sort of crash, helping helping drive performance here. Now, another additional factor that can help is that you know you, you have to continually readjust readjust your hedge, your equity hedge to these holdings. So, as the underlying equity price goes up, you don't need to hold as much equity. Therefore, you sell, and then when prices go down, you will need to buy more equity to hedge the position. And you know what that means is you're forced to sell when equity prices go up and buy when they're low. So it's sort of forcing you to sell high and buy low, which you know, obviously adds to the performance. So the convert market only about five years ago was only about 400 billion US in size. This year alone, we've seen 131 billion in issuance. So it's, it's really growing again, which is good to see. Um, we've had companies like Carnival and Southwest Airlines issue this year, which you know is expected. These are the companies that are under a lot of strain with the pandemic and will definitely benefit from these sort of lower coupons offered through the convert market. Moving to the markets now, the S&Ps opened down about 21 bips, NASDAQ down about 49, about an hour after open. It's what they call quadruple witching hour, and that is the time of the sort of quarter where all the, or a lot of the options and futures on both equities and indices expire, which causes a surge in, in volumes as things are rolled over. And Bloomberg's reporting that in the first 15 minutes of trading, the volume on the S&P 500 stocks was double the average for this time of day of the last 30 trading sessions. That is your early update for Saturday. Have a wonderful weekend and see you next week. This podcast is for investment professionals only and should not be relied upon by private investors. The podcast is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. The values of investments can go up or down, so you may get back less than you initially invest.